You know what's weird is uh, Raquel Welch having died yesterday and Burt Bacharach a week ago, the things they have in common, I was uh -huh. uh, amazed that that generation of Hollywood star, they couldn't stop getting married. Right. Both of those people were married four times. You know, Mickey Rooney was married eight times. It's like no one, no one took them aside and said, you know what? You don't have to get married. <laughs> it's not the law. I'm always fascinated by people who get married five or six times. I'm just like, yeah. you're not that good at it. Maybe just yeah, right, right. Somebody, it's fine. I think the whole stigmatism of living with somebody is so in the past. Like, just go ahead, shack up, baby. Just, I mean, I know it's you want health benefits, but come on. Yeah. Man. Burton and Taylor uh, divorced and married again. Exactly. I don't know. You know saying that at all, but that was. Has anybody I've got a sister, the middle child in I mean, my family. Would so my siblings and, has been married four times. Yeah, Affleck and J Lo didn't they? Weren't they a thing? And then they became a thing again. I don't know if they were ever married though. Yeah, I call it the Grover Cleveland Alexander effect, where you're president and then you're not president and then you're president again. Oh well, let's hope that's only a one-time deal. If <laughs> you a little highbrow historical context for you. But with uh, Bert, with uh, uh, I've been I not on a first first name basis with the guy, but uh, since we last uh, spoke, I've been trying to come up with a posthumous product line for him, like a collection of his <laughs> recording studio tantrums called Bert's Blurts, and then uh, an album of songs that you didn't know Bert Bacharach wrote. For instance, I did not know this: the Beatles song off the second album, the one that was mysteriously released second in this country after Meet the Beatles called Introducing the Beatles. There was a song called Baby It's You. Burt Bacharach wrote that. I didn't know that. So I was thinking of, of a collection of those uh, entitled, In Fact, It's Bacharach <laughs> for people who uh, needed to be set straight. It's all alliteration with you. I love it. And uh, also, uh, you know, we have a marijuana dispensary here that I think uh, could use uh, some Bacharachy, wacky tobacco. Okay, well, that'll do too. I've got a, I've got all kinds of ideas. Well, keeping to Bert you, Bob. Bacharach to you. Keeping Bert Bacharach's memory alive. Yes. Raquel I mean, Welch. Uh, four to one, I noticed today. Four marriages. Let's see, how does it go? Two years on Broadway. Man, that's massive. Mm -hmm. When you're on Broadway in the same show for two years? You could be, you know, Sir John Gielgud or something. And then, uh, let's see, what was the other thing? Go a Golden Globe. Well, she appeared on Seinfeld. She won a Golden That's, Globe. That was it for me when she was on Seinfeld, man. She, I knew she made it then. Yep. Um, I mean, was she, would you consider her a sex kitten? Was she a sex kitten in those days? In oh, yeah. CBC, when, she, when she came out in the fur thing for the Caveman movie, I was too young to care at that point, I think. It didn't really have that much of an effect on me. I guess the thing is, I thought she was very sexy, you know, in her later years, as much as she was early on. I'm just saying that range of <laughs> when you were a schoolboy versus when I was a schoolboy, she yeah. could have been in our fantasies. <laughs> she had a real dignity about her, though. She didn't want to be typecast. 
as that and she wanted to act and she wanted to do physical stuff like kansas city bomber mm. and three musketeers she had some fight scenes right. she's going to be on uh, the cabbage show tonight on the decades channel i can't believe that's an accident yeah. i gotta believe that somebody at the decades channel said let's start a raquel welch week because i saw her a few months ago on cabot and the and, and her fellow guest was i kid you not janice joplin mm. so if you can imagine those two on the same stage at the same time, it's pretty crazy. Well, I was thinking of like famous gals like that. Gina Lola Brigida died last month. And I'm yeah. like, Sophia Loren, watch yourself. Because yeah. I couldn't believe she was yeah. still hopping around. That's and, the truth. If I'm Sophia Loren, uh, I'm staying indoors. And the other th the other one I was thinking of is Jane Fonda. Because was she, I mean, she was in Barbarella, but she's also so political. So would you put her in that same, you know, sexy gal type? Because she's still a looker. But yeah. she's also a nun <laughs> at one point. See, I'm no one to ask. Uh, recently, uh, the the subject came around to Nancy Pelosi, and I said, I'd tap that. <laughs> she's, uh, she's still very vital in her uh, late 70s, early 80s. But would you cross the aisle? Like, would a really attractive, say, red stater, would that do anything for you? Or that just... I could not possibly do that now that would be like no put a bag over her political views <laughs> put a bag over her maga hat no i don't think so okay well let's that's good we're setting some ground rules i like that yeah um, um so the anyway, other thing i wanted to say about the super bowl is just like are you just yeah. i mean um I mean, I don't know. You guys didn't really uh, the the idea of the that they went they cut to a German stadium someplace while they're doing the tomahawk chop. It just it made me laugh to think how close <laughs> do German fans think this is to the, the yeah history. really uh, you know the you have no, we have no idea how much beer was flowing and uh, you know I can't I wasn't focusing on that I was focusing on the fact that there was an astonishing complacency on the part of one of the teams that was leading by 10 points at halftime. I, yeah. I still cannot believe it and will never forget how you can just lack the will to live after taking the field with a 10-point lead. Mm -hmm. You know, well, it's the lesson for me here is, as a gambler, tease that spread. If I had teased that, and bought six points for an extra 20 or 30 bucks per hundred. Yeah. I would have won everything but the spread. Yeah. Would so not have won the money line because I didn't win the game. How did that work for you? Got you got in on those half bets, the the first, first half, half, yeah. Bets, but you didn't show off the the final <laughs> the final bets well, at all. It was on LinkedIn for a day and then I decided better of it. <laughs> I decided it looked like gloating. Yes. Yes. Yeah, but to have, um, the foresight, to have the foresight to go for a half and not the whole, that's that's kind of amazing. Well, I did the whole as well. I did uh, all angles plus a couple of props, but oh. only one on the uh, halves. The lesson here is, as a hedge, tease the total. If I'd gotten four points, because I gave two, okay. you, if there's a six-point swing the other way, I get four and I win the game. I know. It's I great. just spend a little more, so let that be... Uh, Lesson that'd be a lesson to me. I'm spending so much money out there now that I have the 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 Bell uh, Captain uh, team offering to pick me up the airport, <laughs> offering to pick me up the airport and take me back. 
That's not exactly the kind of thing you want to point to with pride to your grandchildren. Yeah, you're right. No, I mean, gambling, gambling is uh, a blast when it works out. Like my World Cup bet was awesome, Bob. It was just like when I vote for Argentina and I wasn't there to cash it in. I told you that I had to send it in. So I sent it to to MGM and I waited patiently for the the check to arrive in the mail. We have like a little email service that tells you when USPS is delivering something and we saw something was coming from Vegas. And I thought that's Mm got to be it. It was an unmarked envelope. No MGM written on it. It was just my name in the in the envelope um, window and Las Vegas. So I look and there's not nothing in the mailbox. I'm like, that's odd. So maybe it's the next day. They screw that up sometimes. Next day, nothing there. I talk to my neighbor across the street. He says, oh, Kel, I got something for you. And he comes and brings me the, the, the got delivered to the wrong address. I Unbelievable. Mean, it's it's something i tell you the usps is not what they used to be did you follow the directions did you did you photocopy both sides and fill it out and write mail pay on one side and send it in i did everything but send it uh you know fedex or with a with the signature needed you know secure a secure envelope that type of thing so yeah but it all in all's well that ends well got my money and that's that's that just went to the wrong happy ending yeah excellent yes of course marcella took um, the whole thing i don't know for a fact that now that super bowl's over i mean i noticed that a lot of handicapping shows are uh having uh, subs taking vacations and whatnot that's another thing that we might discuss is um staying away from sports for a while depending on how we perceive the audience to be yeah i mean if you want all white guys ages 35 to 54 which is the last demo that I tried to serve. And that's one thing. But if you want as many people as possible, a lot of women are bored with with uh, sports discussions. I mean, uh, Mina Kimes likes it, but uh, most women, I think, don't aren't into it. Yeah. So. I mean, I guess we can go that direction. I'm just trying to think of things that you and I like that uh, right. would be. I, I totally understand. I mean, but I think that if uh, like I'm watching a uh, Tiger Woods right now at Riviera here locally, the Pro tours in town, uh, unless Tiger Woods uh, crashes another car or um, a major league team uh, uh, walks off in protest of the new rules. Of course, oh yeah, that so- something unusual would uh, need to happen. The new yeah. rules are going to be very interesting. How those go down? Because I don't understand how in the world they agreed to adopt those new rules with a with a base the size of a pizza box. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't know either. You're right. The minutia of sports. I could, you know, the date. Let's run down the scores. No, I don't want to do that. Um, yeah. But you're right. If it's a it's a headline type thing, I think we we definitely, you know, pay attention to it. But yeah, I, I think say about maybe, the Super Bowl yeah. that closes the sports calendar until, let's say, World Series. I mean, what else is going on? NBA finals, NHL mm-hmm. finals. That's kind of into the weeds for most people, I think, you know? I think you're right, yeah. Because the other thing is, too, it's not like um, we're Minnesota only, we're not California only, we're we're all across the country. So um, we can't just talk Timberwolves or Lakers, you know, it's just got to be, you know. I was about to bring that up. I sense that there's not, I could be totally wrong, because I don't live there anymore, obviously, haven't for over 10 years, but I sense that uh, there isn't a lot of enthusiasm for the Wolves. It's an interesting thing. Somebody said, I don't know who it was, but said that the Wolves are fun and enjoyable when they're winning. 
when they're mm-hmm. not, nobody gives a damn. So yeah. it's like it's bandwagon all the way. You know, it's just, you know, because I think the wild definitely have their legion of fans that will always stand by them thick and thin. I think the Vikings the same way, maybe even the twins, but the wolves are just like love them or get out of town. It's that's the way about it is. the wild. Yeah. I mean, I think there's some passionate. I think they're still, uh, Kurt, they're still selling out, selling out the, the yeah, I think so. XL. Yeah, they're even kind of slumping right now, and they're still selling. Yeah, so exactly. So you're a regular attendee of uh, Wilds games? No, no, mm-hmm. it's just for me. It's on TV. But Kurt, I, I mean, is, Kurt, go to games. I don't go to games. I, I'm. It's all stay at home. Everything's so convenient at being at home. I just no. I got a big what's old. What's this TV about? Game. What's this about your sports network there in the Twin Cities? Uh, Bally Sports or somebody connected with them having financial problems, and there's some sort of threat that 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 the, the televised games as you know them will no longer happen. Yeah, I just hear that the, with the soccer, the soccer is getting a big soccer network. The MLS wants to have their own thing, and I think NHL wants to do it. I think every MLB, and I think if there's the slightest, you know, financial issue with a, a network like Bally's or whomever. I, I think people are trying to look for excuses to pull the plug and go out to something more national. Yeah, Would you no. say, I think the twins are uh, trying to make a deal with MLB TV and make them our, the primary source. So we'll see how that works out. I haven't heard of anything. So Kurt, you don't go to any of the, you don't go to any of the live uh, major league level events in the twin cities. Mm, nope. Wild wolves or twins. No, yeah, I'm trying to think the last time I went to a Twins game back uh, like five years ago. And that was the last time I went. Yeah, I've only been to the Target Field once. Given I've been, uh, I'm, I've am only been in the Twin Cities for like, you know, six months now. I've been living right. all across the nations before this. Right. So, uh-huh. you, so you weren't there when they have the uh, open air hockey games at uh, Target Field. Yeah, I watched that on TV too. But yeah, when was that? Was that was about a year ago when that happened? Yeah, about a year ago, January. Yeah, yeah I watched that on TV. Like Twenty below, and I knew a, a lot of people who went to that. It didn't look like fun at all. No, of course it's not. <laughs> did uh, Did Kel tell you about our um, wild game that we went to against the Seattle Kraken? No, no. Oh, is there is there a tale there? Uh, yeah, it. Uh, I was amazed first of all at the uh, Broadway uh, level prices, and then you get in and uh, take your seat, and you look around you, and you realize, holy crap, where are these people getting all this money? You know, to to pay for one hockey game, and then there's this militaristic edge to the whole thing, where it's you know, everybody's in uniform, and we've got a real jittery uh, visual of a of a bald eagle up on the scoreboard and here comes the military presence and the singing of the national anthem and i thought that was at a trump rally frankly and then when the game starts they pitch it upstairs to the moderators who uh they reminded me of the cosby kids in their heyday in the late 80s uh, we all know how much uh, black people love hockey right and they're up there uh, doing all the you know promotional stuff the giveaways and and uh, happy birthday to so-and-so. And I'm just going, uh, this seems like a mixed message to me. I thought this, thought this was essentially a Canadian game. And this is mm. the state of hockey and not hockey soul train. 
just a oh, really we're gonna get, strange. We're going to get cards and letters. You know that. <laughs> it was a really strange spectacle to me. Uh, and also, Kurt, let's when put they your score, address up there so you can direct all letters to Kurt. You know? <laughs> yeah. When they score, they play the same damn song in celebration of the of the wild goal. They scored six goals that night. How'd you like to listen to the same? Uh, I, let's say your favorite song is "Stairway to Heaven." Could you listen to it six times in a row in the span of two hours? Probably not. He scores a goal, and then you play "Stairway, Stairway to Heaven." Well, I forget what the song was, but I'm going. It was, Mus it, it was Muskrat to stop Love. Scoring. I think. I think it was Muskrat Love. Probably a Prince song. Prince song was popular. Let's get crazy. Uh, it was, something like that. It was that Otis Day in the Otis Day in the oh. Night song from the Animal House. Um, let's get a little oh, bit. That's right. Now, yeah. Oh. Makes you want to shout. Make you want to shout. That thing. Yeah. 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 I know. It's like I feel like they should go twins on it, where like when a player goes comes up to bat, they go with the different different so a guy scores a goal they go with their song and play that you know like but again that would take a lot of thought and effort so twins are too loud too i don't understand the need to go saint paul saints on a sophisticated major league audience and turn the volume up to mock 11 and uh have people running around in between innings and everything is just loud man and it's just not necessary it's a major league baseball game it's supposed to be long and quiet you hear the crack of the bat, and those days are over. How are your Dodgers? Don't you go to a lot of Dodgers games, don't you? They're not my Dodgers anymore, effective with the most recent playoffs. Oh, really? That uh, uh, Super surrender team? to uh, arch rival San Diego mm. finally um, ended my relationship with the club. I'm an Angels fan now. Well, oh, hallelujah. Opening they day suck. <laughs> Shohei Otani will be pitching the opening opening day. Well, yeah, he's still he might, an angel by that time. Yeah, I hear he might be not long for that world. Uh, Trout mm -hmm. is trying to get him to... Wait, we said we weren't going to go down the sports rabbit hole, and here we are. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> what a hypocrite. <laughs> the ladies are leaving us. Um. Hey, let's go back to music then. All right. I, uh, since we last spoke, I uh, put together a list of songs for an anthology album. This is probably the most politically correct thing I've ever come up with, but I probably owe you something politically correct after that uh, hockey soul train line. Balance uh, and scale. This is, this is to capture an audience that I think has been left out, especially since I was uh, a child. And that is the amputee audience. <laughs> that... Uh, you could rewrite songs like I Want to Hold Your Hand, I Want to Hold Your One Hand, Okay. Open Arm by Journey instead of Open Arms. Okay. All My right. I Adored You by Frankie Valli. Okay. People who are missing things, that's got to hurt their feelings when they hear songs by intact people. Like your typical pirate. Yes. <laughs> yes, or a veteran home from the war or something like that. Of course. I just, I, I just think they should have uh, songs of their own. You think of these things and it touches your heart. I get it, Bob. You always are coming from a good place. No, I think that's heartburn is what that no. is. <laughs> I'll get you those tums. Anything to keep my mind off of uh, true crime, like this Murdoch trial, the guy who's on trial in Georgia or oh, some yeah. Southern state for 
for allegedly killing son. his uh, wife and son for, yeah. the in, for insurance money. He he built all of his clients, and then the final spot that he needed money he needed to get himself you know over the top was to uh, kill them for the insurance. So that trial is ongoing, and then you've got the guy in Boston, suburban Boston, uh, this smirking, strange, creepy guy who who was. Uh, who the authorities were wise to him because of these uh, incriminating Google searches, uh, one of which was how to get rid of a 115-pound body. Oh, yeah. He, I, I can't imagine what his wife said to him or did to him that would cause him to react in that way. Let's go back to the Hollywood model. You know, just marry and divorce. Why, yeah. why flirt with prison because yeah. that's kept me in line if i go to prison i can't smoke or drink or gamble on sports so um i'm that's thinking the, that's the that's your biggest worries if you go to prison well that and the surplus of uh anal relation <laughs> which would be unwell which would be unwell that's and I'm thinking, thinking. 150, you, your wife weighs 115 pounds, like a jockey or a gymnast, and you mm -hmm. want to murder her and dismember her and scatter wow. her parts across the state of Massachusetts? Well, it's sad. I mean, <laughs> when you see these true crime stories, don't you don't you wonder about well, the I dimensions? Watched, I watched the uh, the Murtaugh thing. Uh, they have a documentary. I think it was on HBO. Um about that whole family deal. And it was just fast the, the way he supposedly killed his son and his wife and then yeah. arranged to have somebody else kill him. Uh, it was He did. He offered to be shot in the head. Yes, for the insurance money. I, I don't think he's thinking this through. I mean the things people will do for money. Podcasting. Funny. There's a good example. Well. I think you, if you're thinking money, you're going to get rich by this, Bob. Well, let's see if yeah, we what money. <laughs> I've told you this is free therapy for me. You guys can, can divide my share. Oh, well, it hurts. He, you heard him. We have it on okay. tape. I um, save $200 uh, in therapy every time we do this. So uh, mm -hmm. I go away feeling cleansed. Do you see uh, some attractive therapists often? Do you go in? 115 pounds. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> think of the possibilities though kel if we may speak frankly here sexually i mean when i think of a 115 pound woman the words shower curtain rod scream at me or chandelier or wheelbarrow bathroom sink bathroom counter kitchen sink kitchen <laughs> counter you are a horny old man Options are I'm, the second, I'm the second coming of sumner redstone <laughs> Oh, man. Then that uh, new position called Hang Mike Pence, uh, where there's a noose <laughs> oh, strictly for the asphyxiation set. You can't you can't drop her. You're you're Got all about death. swings, aren't you? And then there's one last new position that I read about called Southern Baptists will think we're dancing. <laughs> all of this is possible with a 115 pound woman and why this man wanted to murder this this treasure who keeps herself in shape. And she was a lovely woman. I don't know whether you saw pictures of her. I did, but I'm sure you did. A really attractive uh, woman. It, well, it was in the news.
Okay. What, what are your what are your news sources these days? Where do you get your material to riff on for the podcast? Is it the local papers question. or the local TV? A lot of, a lot of yeah. Of, I mean, a lot of it is you know probably what I watch on TV. You know, like you know documentaries and stuff. But also you know like I get newsletters, a New York Times newsletter, and a you know just kind of see the headlines. But yeah, I'm like the that generation that doesn't go deep into articles you read the headlines and you pick and choose the ones you want to read do you still read a newspaper uh online yeah five or six of them but i don't read it i mean i just look like i say i look at the headlines if i want to investigate i do some clicking right 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 so i don't know i don't watch the 10 o'clock news anymore that's for sure mm -hmm. why because you're you're asleep by that time well i don't know or else i'm just watching some there's so much streamable content these days how much regular television does a person watch you know what i mean yeah. i mean who has to be in front of the tv at 10 o'clock anyway anyway right. you know i don't know yeah, i'm all youtube every time i come to the twin every time i come to the twin cities the anchors are all different and i feel like i'm i'm in you know muncie indiana because i don't know any of those people and the same thing actually with the national cable people they won't stay put Right. You've got Erin Burnett at four o'clock our time. Then she comes back at six o'clock. I can't keep up with them. I need stability. <laughs> well, when we were watching the Super Bowl and they had the local commercials and they'll show the local Fox News team doing this little like they'll go to a commercial break and the news anchor will come out and do a little song and da -da 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 -da, you know, that type of thing. And I just like, yeah. how idiotic is that? Do they think this makes them more? you know friendly and and approachable because they're humming their theme song and on i just they're just like you in box i i don't mean to go back to sports with this after i said i wouldn't but um i don't think enough's been made of that cutaway shot uh on uh, fox's coverage of the super bowl uh in the same compartment there the same uh executive suite seated side by side elon musk yes. and rupert murdoch did you yeah. see that yeah, I did see oh, that. Yeah, I know. That was that was uh, too much to take. I was I was reading something about Elon and how he has a nepo cousin. What is that? A nepo cousin, James James Musk. Is that like an alter ego, or does he really have a cousin named James who works for I, him? I had no idea. I know okay. that one of the Murdoch children, I think, is. His name James. Those are Nepo babies for sure. Okay, that's a big term, though. You're. I think you're. You're. Uh, I've come a long way. No, I, I think <laughs> you're uh, holding out on us. You. You keep up with more news than you put on. I'm more than a pretty face. I just remember I back so. the, twenty years ago when we did this. I was just like. I mean, I still laugh at your jokes, and that's pretty much all I do. But I like to bring a little something to the table once in a right. while. I, I appreciate that. How about other media like? Um, what radio stations are you listening to? People ask me that. I just tell them traffic. I listen to traffic, you know, because I've got to get around here. I don't want to give any promotion to anybody, but I do listen to to sports, the sport, local sports stations, morning you know? show. Um, right. Because they're just idiotic and they say stupid things like sometimes we say. So I guess it's just kind of fart jokes and, you know, yeah. wanting to swear but holding back, that type of thing. With Do a you read uh, 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 magazines or books? Um, yeah, I'm reading. I could. I could. Right now, I'm reading. Uh, let's see. 
Uh, do you have you heard of this? It's like New York Times book review. Kel Gradke, what are the books on your nightstand? Have, have you read this one? It's I've called... heard about it. You know what? I I watched that show with my youngest for years. I did too. The... I thought I there's where I go as far as my peccadillos. I thought she was adorable, and yeah. I thought there there was a show she did with a young Ariana Grande called Salmon mm -hmm. Cat, and I thought yeah. that was as close to Laverne and Shirley as possible. And I loved it. And I don't, I'm not ashamed. Of uh, Jeanette the, McCurdy. What was the name of the show, the more popular show that she did that people know her for? Oh. It wasn't Amanda Bynes. It was. Um, no, it was. I wait. forget. Anyway, it was popular. It was <laughs> yeah. It was right up there with the other Disney kids. You yes. Know, Selena Gomez and those. Yeah, and it probably says on the back of the thing. I'm also reading a book by remember Tom Davis from the from SNL days with Al Franken. It was the Franken Davis report. Tom had, Davis is still alive? No, no, but the book about 30 39 years of short-term memory loss. I I picked that up someplace. So I'm just I got my bookshelf here. Apropos of the last name Davis, somebody asked me, Are you uh, uh talking about anything of any import on your podcast? And I said, Come on, man. I'm not Bob Davis in a van down by the river, you know, shouting, howling at the moon. Of speaking, course, we talk about stuff of import. Speaking of we talk Bob, about uh, speaking pound women. Speaking of a van down by the river, did you? Chris Farley would have been 59 years old today. Mm -hmm. It's my age. age to me. Just like I mean, he died in 1997. I think. I mean, my goodness, it's been such a while. Anyway, sorry to bring you down. No, I think you're. I think you're trying to lure me into uh, uh, telling you what it's like to uh, pleasure a plus-sized woman. <laughs> I did see that in the blurb that you sent out, and I was like, "Where is he going with this?" Because there's nobody who's going to respond. I try to. Uh, I, tr I try to inspire as I arouse. I always make sure to get water or vegetables or exercise in the sentences that I use during the tryst. No, oh, that's that's a great plan. Because it's going to, it's going to uh, prolong your lives. I think uh, plus size people deserve pleasure too. Uh, but sometimes I just have to throw up my hands and say, "Honey, I can't reach. <laughs> I'm just a standard sized man, and I can't get there." You're just one man. You, you have two. You have what's known in the NHL as a lower body injury you've got too much lower body and i can't get there okay so nice. so run off and lose 100 pounds and come back so but i still can't believe you you'd you'd turn you you'd throw someone out of bed for you know that sort of thing i mean you you take all sizes shapes and sizes remember Don't the actress know? kathy najimi i think she was probably the most attractive overweight woman well i know you, didn't you have a, a tryst with cameron manheim I did not. I did not tap that. No, we had meetings. We had meetings. I thought it was meetings. That's what I always thought it was. Right. Okay. Well, you know, uh, it came out. I think this past week, this uh, Prince Harry uh, memoir. Yeah. Yeah. Spare. Uh, sparse. Uh, spare. About his. Uh, huh. It's spare, not sparse. I thought it was. <laughs> I thought it was sparse. I thought it was. Get your bifocals uh, checked. Sparse. If you'll wait for it, I've got a punchline. Oh. I thought it was about his life with male pattern baldness, uh, hence the uh, 
hence the title sparse. But it just came out in the past week that he was deflowered in his late teens by a heavy woman who took him out back of a pub and <laughs> did him in a field. You were taken out back of a pub once. <laughs> Even though if she knew that he was Prince Harry, you know, she just fancied him, as they say in Britain. And, uh, you know, she was uh, she had a snoot full of stouts and she uh, and she uh, tugged him back into a field behind the pub and had her way with him. Yeah. Or or love in a what are they what's what's the elevator? They call it a what's what do they call it in England? Lift? A lift. A lift. A yes. Lift. Love in a lift. Yeah. Love the elevator. And then. <laughs> To turn the tables, to return to square one, he winds up with a height-weight proportionate woman <laughs> and has uh, children with her. I just think that's a really happy it's, ending, despite the male pattern baldness. By the way, have you seen William? There's no hair there. All that is down the drain at Buckingham Palace or something. Oh, it's a shame, really. Do you, well, did you watch The Crown or anything like that? Oh, every episode is fantastic. Okay. Yeah, so, so sad. I mean, the Diana story is just like so depressing. Yeah. I mean, it's already, I mean, the, the early early seasons are very like uplifting and overcoming. And then by the end, it's just like one hit after the other. My goodness. It didn't um, matter to me how fictional it was. It was really entertaining. Yeah. I have a, a favorite um, QE2. That would be Claire yeah. Foy. Yes. She was so, my so favorite rank of all of them. Rank, rank them from one to three? Uh, Claire Foy, and then the others are a distant second and third. Oh, jeez. Can you imagine being Prince Charles and having Dominic West play? Yeah. Him? Wasn't that ludicrous? I, I thought the same thing. I told Marcel, I said, I hate I this. I can't watch it anymore. He He's making Charles look attractive, and Charles was yeah, really? not attractive. Yeah. Not attractive. They should have they uh, added prosthetic ears. No, and a prosthetic. Dominic ears. West to make him look uh, more like uh, Prince Charles, because yeah. Prince Charles, you know, was like Jughead. He was Dumbo. What was Dominic West? What's he famous for? The Wire? The Wire, yeah. Which and, I tell everybody uh, I've seen, but I haven't seen one episode yet. But There was a series to. called The Affair. Oh, you'll like The Wire. I think it's good. You know who got his start, or at least in my yeah. viewing history, is Idris Elba. Yeah, okay. Well, recently turned down James Bond, or says he doesn't want to do James Bond. I, you know what? I don't care. Bond. I still call him Black Bond. Hey, look, there's Black Bond on that commercial. This has been a very racial podcast. <laughs> I'm going to go sit it's over a, here. It's for a now. play on Gold Bond. Okay. <laughs> isn't, there a, isn't there a product called Gold Bond? Gold Bond powder, yes. Older he gentleman tends to, to be use Black it. Bond. But what a great actor. He, he, he uh, cuts up on those commercials, you know, with those families. I forget what the product is or the service, but he's just a fabulous actor. I mean, really, that's one of the real lives well lived in the entertainment community if you ask me i've never seen an episode of this luther thing for netflix that he does i've heard good things about that yeah there's a lot of good stuff on on the beeb and some other i think there's this there's this network this streaming channel called acorn might be worth your your check it's got all the latest british shows on it it's very good oh sure i've heard of that and britbox too britbox all right yeah Something I've wanted to get off my uh, chest as if I haven't already uh, happened last night at a restaurant in Santa Monica. It was a delicious meal, but given uh, the latest events, 
uh, where uh, zanies get their hands on legally uh, purchased guns. I look around me and there's only one way in and one way out. And in this day and time, that gives me pause. And it makes me want to take it up with the management of whatever restaurant it is. This door where it was situated would have been perfect for a metal detector. And I know that sounds extreme, but I think it's definitely preferable to having somebody walk in that door last night, which it would have been easy to do with the right weapon. In 20 seconds, he's mowed us all down. Right. And ruined That's my appetite. Funny. That's why you always request having your back to the walls. You can see the doors like a mafia hitman or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I want a, a table like Tony Soprano's where I can look up and go and end the series like that and make people wonder for years what happened. Was this a Valentine's repast? Is it something where you were sitting out and enjoying a little meal for it was, Valentine's? As a matter of fact, it was it was a, a Valentine's dinner one day uh, removed and um I just, maybe I just watch too much news, but when people are walking into dorms and walking mm. into grocery stores and just all of these soft target type places, just for the hell of it, because they feel aggrieved in some way, they want to take it out on somebody else. I really would rather not give my life so that that person can feel better about themselves before the police shoot them or before they shoot themselves. Yeah. I had a very good stuffed meatball at the restaurant I went to. Stuffed with what? I'm just teasing. Yeah, I'm just like, this is oh. such a serious, serious point. I just put a little levity into it. I'm sorry. Back in the day, uh, there would have been no, um, there would have been no need for it at the places where uh, we hung out that uh, I think over there where near where you used to live, Old Country Buffet, uh, <laughs> people uh, it would have been too much of a struggle to get to their feet yeah. and do any shooting. Yeah, yeah we have to doff our hats. I think Old Country Buffet is no more. Really? How about Embers? Is there still an Embers? Oh, nobody remembers the Embers. Yeah. Is there still a Perkins? Perkins still is going strong. There's a few good ones out, out there. So we, we, we frequent that once in a while. <laughs> I mean, if there's no Perkins, who's going to wave all those enormous flags? Those enormous American flags. I never understood that. What was that about? Is that for people know, who forget the country huge. they live in? Yeah, I think they're now using them as large tents for the homeless community. Okay. No, I don't. I have no idea. But there are American flag lapels. I've never used one. That's a, a creature of 9/11. You know, uh, I saw George Santos the other day with something on his lapel that was the likeness of an assault weapon. He's one of these, uh, you know. NRA guys. Do you think he's going to last? Why not? Well, what are they going to do? Uh, know, every every, to every headline I read says they're they're getting a group together to oust him, or he has nobody on this side of the aisle. Nobody on this side of the aisle likes him. They all want him. People want to vote him out. I don't know. I just like okay, but he's still around. No one's taking any action. Yeah, probably won't. One of your jobs, guys, that you've had in your life. How would you like to have? almost two years to figure out which way your career is going to go. Cause to me, that's what he's got. He knows he's not going to be reelected. People back home are too upset with him. Mm -hmm. He has almost two years to figure out whether he's going to be a full-time fraudster, fleecer, what have you, or go legit. But I've never seen such bad publicity for one person in as short a time as this guy. Right. But it's almost like bad publicity for him is what they say. Any publicity is good publicity. I mean, he's 
I don't know, whatever he thinks he's going to do, he probably has, is so oblivious. He thinks he's going to move on not to just, bigger and better Not things. just oblivious, but aggressive. Did you see the way he was sniping at Mitt, Mitt Romney on the night of the State of the Union address? He's not scared of anybody, obviously. No, he's not. He's <laughs> right out there in your face. Yeah, and he's also a cross-dresser, correct? He he says he's not a drag queen, but I saw a picture of the man in drag. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I've seen Giuliani in drag too, so who can say? When was that? I forgot. I forgot about that. When was Giuliani in drag? That was it an been... SNL bit. It was a bit with Trump, and I can't remember how far up. It, like a dozen years ago, something like that. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's there's another guy that's just like going from the top of the world to the bottom. It's just, it's amazing. He With 9-11 and where he was to where he is now, just a butt of a joke. Hilarious. The Times would not publish my uh, comment, my reader comment about oh. his uh, his chief competitor. Uh, it was an article about uh, DeSantis and I wrote into the Times and I said, I guess you know that uh, this the last time we saw a guy like this, he was hanging upside down at an Italian service station after being killed by a mob. Uh, so I said, I hope that all civilized people are hoping that uh, history repeats itself. DeSantis is dangerous. I mean, he's coming after your kids' libraries. He's coming after your drag queens. He's coming, he's after, coming after your black you, studies. After your theme parks. Yeah. I mean, and unlike Trump, he's got some brains. Yeah. And he's got the slinky wife. I'll bet she doesn't weigh a pound over 115. <laughs> Full circle. Kurt, do I do I detect that you're looking at the clock that you're uh, uh, telling no, us? No, I have a should... second screen over here and I keep looking over to it. Because if you want to get the hook, I'm I'm totally uh, prepared to be hooked. Uh, I'm just going to let you guys ramble until you're done. Okay. Uh, how about this? I, let me ask the two of you this, and then I'll uh, give you my aversion. What are you looking forward to? I get asked all the time, what's the secret to your longevity, Mr. Yates? I say, what's the secret to your... <laughs> they say it into my good ear. And I, I tell them, always have something to look forward to. So what do you what do you have to look forward to in the coming days and weeks, other than these podcasts? What are you looking forward to? Well, I got vacation in a couple of weeks. I'm going on spring break, so... Are you at liberty to divulge where that is? Uh, in the Dominican Republic someplace. Whoa. Yeah. Never been south of the border, so I'm looking forward to it. You have to organize an insurrection while you're down there. The, those, those governments are ready to fall at a moment's notice. Oh, I don't plan on leaving the compound. <laughs> is this one of those sandals places? Is this strictly yeah. for mom and dad? Yeah, hedonistic. That's what it is. No, we're bringing everybody. <laughs> That, Bobby, no, we're we're bringing the kids. It's actually, a, you know, it's not a kids resort, but it's definitely an all inclusive place. I'm just gonna chill out, and this Excellent. this this white boy who doesn't tan very well is going to yeah. give his all and put a slather a bunch of nice ISPF warm weather rum punch. Yeah, and, uh, whatever the national tips? music. Huh? Is there any gambling? Can you do any gambling down there? Uh, why not? Uh, you know, when I think of Dominican Republic, I think of Godfather 2. You know, those scenes in Cuba. Anything goes. Good for you. Have you been? No. Okay. Texas is as far south to, as you go. 
let me think. I've been to Jamaica. Okay. I've been to Aruba. Okay, Aruba, but Jamaica. I've never been. Huh? Isn't that I've a never Beach been Boys to song? Spain. Aru Aruba, Jamaica. Ooh, I'm gonna make a or something like that. <laughs> That's Beach Boys, right? Yes, Kokomo. Yeah, um, I've never been to Spain three dog night, <laughs> but uh, I've never been to Dominican uh, Republic either. So take some pictures. And you know what? Devote a an addition of the podcast to your uh, to your vacation pictures. I know people would be dying to see those. And you want to see some pictures of us in the boudoir too, I suppose. You little. <laughs> oh, for next time, I yeah. want to tell you about my uh, involvement with. Can't <laughs> believe I I thought I could get it out with a straight face. I want to talk about my involvement with Pornhub. <laughs> Are you serious? It's not an involvement. It's just that I, I've become fans of certain performers, and I, I like to uh, check in uh, with their latest exploits. Well, what about OnlyFans? I'm sure you've read up a lot on that. I've, I've heard and read about it. I've never gone there. And to tell you the truth, I don't know how I wound up on Pornhub. But it's... Uh, it's it's <laughs> that journey would have had been amazing, I imagine. You how you found how Bobby Bobby found online porn. I think that would just be a tremendous I've, story. I've come a long way since sneaking in with other uh, teenagers to the Capri Theater in Fort Worth. The first time I saw a naked woman on the screen, I actually pointed, "Hey, look at that!" <laughs> and guys jumped all over my arm. <laughs> no, don't point. Be quiet. Act like you, you, you know. Act like you've been somewhere. Yeah, this is. I'm sure this is going to attract non non white males. This podcast. <laughs> it's really, it's it's. Uh, it doesn't have to be harmful. Um, as a matter of fact, my favorite performer is very romantic. He's uh, and he treats his uh, partners with dignity. Doesn't oh. slap them around. You know, he's just he's very um, gentleman. Courteous. Huh? Courteous Gen and gentlemanly. Exactly. Courtly and gentlemanly. He uh, really is. And I haven't uh, seen him. Uh, I haven't seen a, a dissatisfied customer um, crawl away. <laughs> crawl away yet. Are you at liberty to share his name? Or is this part Brad of Brad Newman. <laughs> Brad, that's a great name. That's a great poor name. <laughs> the guy next door. Brad Newman? See, that can't be a made-up name. That has to be the guy's name. And the way to remember that, you remember when Seinfeld used to go, Newman. Yes, yes. That's how, that's how you re remember that, yeah. Uh -huh. And he's so versatile. He's great with a one-on-one -on -one or a one-on-two. He's, he's, so he's just, he's just, uh, here's the deal. I admire the athleticism. It's nostalgic for me. Oh. I'm in the position of Jack Warden, looking down from the banister, watching Ryan O'Neill uh, pile this Italian chick on the couch in a movie called So Fine. Did you see that movie called So Fine? It was horrible. No, I, I, I saw it. It was horrible. Okay. No, I took you up on the Ryan O'Neill other uh, paper moon I saw, but uh, I have not seen that Ryan O'Neill movie. Yeah. It... Well. Um, Part of the part of the plot had to do with pants that Prince later made famous or briefly famous with the uh, clear like plastic hips to the pants. Oh yeah, the 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 plastic butt. 
Exactly. Okay. Well, that played a role in uh, So Fine, and uh, so Ryan O'Neill, for whatever reason, is getting busy with this Italian girl on the couch, and upstairs, Jack Warden, still very crusty, even though that was like 40 years ago. He's watching this go on with a guy next to him, and uh, Jack Warden says, you know what? I used to fuck like that. <laughs> that's the... That's the that's the position. That's the position I'm in. That's why Pornhub is nostalgic for me, and I admire the athleticism. It's totally PG for me. I, I, there's been no there, done that, huh? Been there, done that, right? Exactly. Okay. There's no erotic charge. I am post pleasure menopausal man. Uh -huh. I'm just in it for the nostalgia. Yes. I promise you. Well, go and watch. It's free. Some, go watch some more Randy Newman. It's not Randy Newman. Oh, Brad. It's, oh, Brad Newman. Oh, Randy you know what? Newman. Somebody said. Somebody said to me the other day. Oh, really? Who's your favorite? And I mistakenly said Brad Sherman. <laughs> the guy says, "Brad Sherman, <laughs> isn't he our U.S. representative?" And I go, "Oh yeah, that's the congressman." Please forget I said that. We don't want you know ugly rumors going around about Brad Sherman. Yeah, and Randy Newman saying short people. I got it. I got it. And Randy Newman is getting on up into the years, too. I have a feeling that we're going to lose somebody big this year. You know, I, I it could be me, but I, I just think that a lot of these people are, a lot of these people are on their last legs. Randy Newman, Jack Nicholson hasn't been seen in a long time. Joni Mitchell is improving, but still, you know, right. Um, peaked, feeling punk. Do we dare play? Do we play that gambling card? Do you want to make some bets? And who's no, going to be the no. next celebrity to go? No. No, we shouldn't circulate uh, odds uh, on the celebrity uh, deaths. Hey, speaking of music, um, Kirk, what? Uh, Kirk, what? Uh, I don't know why I keep calling you Kirk. Uh, what is the music, the public domain music that you're thinking about using for this? Uh, I just came up with a Susan March. I forgot the name of it, but uh, it'd be. Uh... You know, it, a Susan March is good enough for Monty Python. I thought it'd be good enough for us. So, oh, so it's not the one that goes da 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 no idea. Yeah. A great song. So, yeah, something that that brings about that kind of feeling would be cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll... So, so we we didn't get an answer from uh, Kurt as to what he's looking forward to. Oh, um, well, I got the new house. Uh, the, my all my projects are. Uh, I'm doing home improvement. I got a. This house is a. Is a project, so it's going to be all projects with the house. So, By project, do you mean money pit? Kinda, yeah. Yeah. Although it seems like every time, every house I project I take on, I tend to come up on in the black. So yeah, it tends in to there. Bob, have you done a lot of do it yourself? As much as I can. I mean, I just had an electrical project done, and I had it required a permit and pros to come in and do it. So that's the way I went with that one. I put in a new panel. Above my pay grade, so yeah. I didn't do that. So I'm doing. I like to do a few I'm ones. Looking forward to. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to visiting Irv's Burgers tomorrow, 
Anybody who wants to find out more can go to the LA Times, which published a piece this week about Irv's Burgers of West Hollywood, I-R-V apostrophe S. They have a double cheeseburger that is the closest to the one made for the movie The Menu. Have you seen the movie The Menu? No. Okay. That's the one with Ray Fiennes as the maniacal yeah. chef. Yeah. And uh, the cheeseburger that they make that, that uh, fuels one of the scenes... They make it Irv's Burgers, so I'm putting in my order uh, tomorrow morning and going over to pick one up. I'm looking forward to that. Okay, I just I, I hope hope the best, man. Quit eating that red meat, man. You're gonna. <laughs> you know what? They have a Beyond Burger too. Everybody has an Impossible or a Beyond Burger, don't you think? Haven't you seen that on menus? Do you do you like Beyond Meat? Absolutely. Like? All right. Absolutely. Try After enough burger. alcohol, uh, you can fool my taste buds easily. <laughs> you know. So, as a great man once said, Dubai, I'm done talking. Yeah, I think that's about uh, rap, guys. But it was a you good remember one. Remember that? Do you, do you remember that scene oh. at the fan where the oh. drunk guy says, Dubai, I'm done talking. <laughs> I can't believe that didn't wind up on t-shirts. Dubai, I'm There's done talking. That's what they're still doing. They're still putting every catchphrase on a T-shirt and and selling like hotcakes. Did you ever do that yeah. in your in your state fair radio days? Did you ever uh, sell a T-shirt with your image or 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 words of wisdom on it? If there were no, there were posters. I Post would uh, I would be asked to sign like posters, Garrett? and I would say, uh, I, usually it was for a mommy uh, <laughs> who was a, a fan, and I would write, "Let's take a shower." <laughs> And I uh, I would wind up with uh, some extra uh, Marlboro shorts, and I'd hand them hand them out to the children. <laughs> I had a Bob Bates the other day, huh? I had a Bob Bates shirt at one time. I think you mailed it to me. It's worth a lot of money. I don't have it anymore, but oh, and I wish I could tell what was on it. That's what I think. But you did have I a told shirt. somebody a, a true story, a true anecdote from Taste of Minnesota. That may have been with you, Cal. If not, maybe it was KSTP before that. But it was a really hot day on the front grounds of the state capitol where they would have the Taste of Minnesota, right, with all the bands and stuff. And we were really sweltering. We were, uh, you know, we were keening. It was so hot. And we got the permission of the people at home base in Maplewood to uh, drink. There was, there was no water around. We had to drink beer. So we were allowed to drink beer while we did the uh, broadcast. Ooh. You can imagine what kind of chaos that caused. We should probably be drinking now, I imagine. It's happy hour someplace. Uh, let's see, what time do I have? Uh, 30 minutes to uh, cocktail hour here. Do you, do you like have a, a limit? I mean, do you like say, I can't start until this time. I can't drink at this time. Or I can't imagine you do. I consider this real discipline when I can wait until five o'clock and then I hold myself to two uh, Diet Coke and vodkas. Okay. And then I might have a hazy IPA afterward, just as kind of a palate cleanser. And, um, and then off to, off to bed. Off to La La Land. So yeah, yeah I, we did a, we did a, a trip up to Duluth and I had a couple of shots of Irish whiskey and boy, that went down nice. You know what? I got to get a bottle of that thing you had in, uh, of that tequila you had in Vegas. 
what was it called Don Julio 1942 yeah. yeah yeah you get it and the next time uh we're we come out to California we'll uh, do it upright well it's like it's a it's very expensive it's like you know 80 bucks for a small bottle 200 for one of those triangular things yes it's so. not that money is any object for me but you know what I'm saying I know I know I was, all right it was in Vegas and it was it was flowing nicely so well that was your 50th uh, birthday no wonder it was. Yeah, I think by law you should be required to celebrate that a 50th birthday that way. Mm -hmm. oh, but that is the law in Nevada. <laughs> I think you're right. All right. Yeah, I think uh are we good then guys? Should we should we yes, wrap Thanks up? for uh, putting up with me and uh, uh, go ahead and divert all of the the negative mail and email to me and uh, and we'll answer it uh, next podcast. Fan and then, yeah, fan mail. We got to bring that back Dave Letterman. <laughs> I thank you. Bob Dylan Hi. behind me thanks you and so long for now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.